Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. As promised, Tech Talk here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Denny Long here. Let's uh, say hi to Doug Swinhart, our computer friend who's been helping you out here on CCO Radio for many years right now. Hi, Doug. How are you? Well, good morning, Danny. I am just fine. Good weather. Things are going well. I just love it. How about you? You got well, it on your end? Yeah, everything's good here. I'm, stay- I'm staying cool. Uh, and, and it looks like we're going to have to do that very thing uh, for the rest of the week here. But I, I was thinking, uh, before we uh, take some calls or text messages, by the way, if you do have any kind of a computer problem or computer question for Doug, uh, call it in or text it in. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. You know, Doug knows his stuff. And as I said, has helped us out here on CCO for many years. So call us, or again, if it's easier, send uh, send us a text, 651 989 9226. Um, I was thinking that you've been in the business for a few years, and in your wildest dreams, when you were way back when, just beginning, had you ever guessed in your wildest dreams what computers would be like all these years later? When the internet first came out, I truly believed that it would revolutionize the world like it has. I never would have dreamt that I've seen the changes that we've witnessed in the last four decades. Phenomenal. Uh, Some people claim that the computer industry has accelerated man's overall knowledge, and I have to believe that as well. They claim that the computer business changes in dog years, uh, seven to one. I personally think it's closer to 15 to 20 years to one. So the rapid oh, really? that we've experienced, incredible, just incredible. And it continues. So every every day is, is, is every day, every year is, is, is something new. Um, what about the, your work itself now? Has, has that changed? You're, you're fixing computers, you're helping people with their particular problems. Have your tools been, you know, to help you in your work? Has that changed? Oh, changes in leg years. It's really difficult to keep up with hardware changes. Just um, And there's been a lot of large changes. Uh, the solid-state drives was just a huge innovation. And yet, within a couple of years, they took that technology and evolved it again. And the new solid-state drives that actually incorporate the non-volatile memory in a machine has taken SSD drives and literally 10 times the speed of those. So we've had a 10-fold, 10 to 20-fold speed increase from rotary drives to solid-state drives, 
and another 10 to 20 times uh, multiplication performance with the NVMe drives. So yeah, it's nonstop. And it's like that with every section of computing. It's uh, incredible. Software now is really developing. I think that we are witnessing a, a melding where it really won't matter what operating system you have. You'll be able to, to cross platforms and go from Linux to Mac to Windows to um, Unix. To, and there's many, several other new operating systems coming out. Um, it's, uh, it's an exciting time. It truly is. You know, you, you've talked about it. Uh, for a long time too, I'm talking about the Linux system. What explain what is, for those that don't know what is that? Well, it's a it's an operating system, and Unix was around many 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 years uh, before we had DOS or Windows. And Linux is actually a kernel. It's a portion of Linux, a portion of Unix, I should say. Excuse me, that allows you to take advantage of all the power of Unix, and it's been transformed, literally transformed, into desktops. And the, 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 the power and the cleanliness of Linux just cannot be overstated. It's, it's top shelf. Um, the Mac operating system, by the way, was actually built originally on FreeBSD, which is a, a branch of Linux, if you will, or a branch of Unix. And you can't call it open source software today because Mr. Wozniak has developed this over years and years and years. And, but OS 10 really should be considered a Unix slash Linux platform. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I don't think that people ask me, well, do you have to have antivirus and malware? You can add it. You can buy it if you want. I personally think it hinders the operating system from just doing its job on its own. I think you're better off to have the firewall set and leave it open and let it run fast. It's let it, uh, go. it really is. It's a tremendous alternative to, to Windows. I, and in many countries on the planet, it's actually replacing Windows. Uh, Germany's 98% Linux. By the way, Dave, that's interesting, too, because last year, Linux use went up 70% worldwide. There's an increase one should take notice of, huh? Mm. Wow. I had not heard that. If you have any kind of a computer uh, issue you want to ask uh, Doug, by all means, whether you're a beginner or an expert, 651-989-9226. That uh, same number applies to both phone calls and text messages. I'll tell you what, let's go back to the phones. Uh, um, I think Mark, yeah, Mark from Cross Lake is on the phone. Thank you, Mark. What's your question for Doug? Hello, I've got a couple questions. Number one, where do I find printer drivers for Linux? Uh, HP in particular says they don't support it, and I love the Linux, but I'd sure like to be able to print off that computer. Yeah. yeah. You know, drivers with Linux is really an interesting concept, and HP actually has a direct developer site, depending upon your printer. If you're having trouble with that, you can give me a call, and we'll search, and we'll find I okay. find this. I find that here in the United States, they put a lot of emphasis on the development for Windows well, because that's what the majority of the people are still running in this country. But Linux community will come up with a solution almost immediately. I, I think I can help you with this. It won't take us long. Um, okay. I'll show you how to run actual searches with, um, with Google and DuckDuckGo and Quant, um, my three favorite search engines. 
And depending upon how you word them, you're going to get right to the meat of what you're looking for. And it's um, that's one area where it isn't as automated as I would like to see it. It's coming. And But HP, they work with Linux like a hand in a glove. I will take you to the developer site. Feel free to give me a call either later today, uh, possibly uh, later afternoon tomorrow or Monday, and we'll get together and I'll help you out. Did you have another question, sir? Yes, sir, I do. Uh... Uh, Yahoo has this goofy little pop-out from the side that notifies you when you've got new and sometimes old emails. How do you get rid of that? I I have to apologize. I'm going to have to look at that and get back to you. I'm not sure. This is um, the first. I know that there's been lots of changes at Yahoo. I haven't had a chance to play with it, so I, I cannot adequately answer that question. I would think that underneath your settings, or possibly uh, going to the Brave browser might control some of that as well. That too, let me do a little research, and when we talk about uh, getting your printer set up, I'll get that handled for you. Thank you so much for the call, and enjoy your weekend, and stay healthy. Yeah, stay cool. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, we'll do this a couple of times uh, during uh, Doug's hour here, but he's kind enough to help you out. Here is his phone number, uh, 651-552. 9543. Or you can get on the web too at one word, WCCOTech.com. We'll give you that more than a couple of times here uh, this hour. But if you do have any kind of a question computer related, send a text or call us 651 989 9226. We'll uh, take this break, be back on the other side with your phone calls and text messages here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Around every Saturday in the 11 o'clock hour, helping you out via phone calls and text messages, thanks to our friend Doug Swinhart. Any kind of computer question you have, as I said earlier, whether you're a beginner or, or advanced professional, you want to get some help from Doug, he knows his stuff. Uh, again, the phone number and the text number is the same, 651-989-9226. I'll tell you what, Doug, uh, let's grab a phone call, then we've got a bunch of text messages. We'll help those folks out as well. Uh, Ed, I believe, is calling from Chanhassen, I think. Ed, go ahead, please. Hi, thanks for taking the call. Um, Doug, what do you think of uh, the new Microsoft browser that they've come up with? I'm sorry, could you repeat that, please? Uh, What do you think of the new browser that Microsoft has come out with that's supposed to uh, be better than uh, Chrome? Ah, yes, the Microsoft Edge Chromium browser. They have actually built that browser on all of the open source code uh, from Google, which is perfectly legal. And from what I can tell, it's um, much better than Explorer, much better than the original Edge. But I don't think it quite comes, reaches the level of Google Chrome, Google Chromium, uh, or the Brave browser. The Brave browser is also built on a Chrome core, and that really has become my go-to browser. I have four or five browsers open nearly all day, every day, but probably 60 to 70% of what I'm doing on the Internet, I use Brave. And I'm a little bit dismayed that Internet Explorer is still running in the background in Windows 10, and you there's no way of actually routing around it. You can contain it somewhat, but I'd like to see that completely gone. I think that's going to be a a true vulnerability point in Windows. Um, 
go ahead and use it. It's better than the normal edge. I, I, I think it is. Uh, but yes, great, great call. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that. Have All a good right. weekend. 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, uh, we're going to be having about another half hour of the show to go. But don't don't wait. We, right. we want to help you out and uh, not miss any kind of your question, whether it be phones or text. And uh, I'll tell you what, speaking of text, here's one. I uh, started my laptop up. And when I got to the screen to put in my password, the keyboard doesn't work. What happened there, Doug? Oh, uh, that. I have a feeling they might have hit the on-screen keyboard, but it should have popped up on screen. That's quite bizarre that if you're in the middle of the of the completion of the install, that's um that's very rare. I am not certain. I would think that um, possibly a quick reboot would do it. Could have just been picking up some garbage on the internet, but that's pretty serious because that's a a main hardware that if you're you, we don't have keyboard, and mouse, and video. Uh, we're kind of in duck soup. That's uh, I don't have an answer for that. That's rare. I've never seen it. I uh, wish I could do more. Well, that happens. Uh, we're going to grab more text messages, but I think John and Champlin uh, has called in. John, what is your question for Doug Swinhart? Yes, good morning. I have a Hi, MacBook Air, and uh, when I'm using it and uh, read on a page, after a period of time, uh, it kind of goes to sleep, and I have to move the mouse radically, and then finally it catches up and will allow me to move the page. I don't know what's causing it. And, and uh, it's about a six-year-old machine, and uh, sometimes it's really slow, but I guess at that point in time it is slow. So I'll hang up and listen to what it might be. Thank you. That's interesting. That that absolutely is in his power setting someplace. And a six-year-old MacBook Air is by no means an old machine. These used Macs are bringing unprecedented high dollar. And anything above a, 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 a 2010, for example, great machines. The fact that he tells us that it also slows down periodically I would be looking to see how much stuff he's running and how many things, how many items are saved on his desktop. I would actually go into the power settings, and I, if it's a desktop, well, MacBook Pro Air, that's a laptop, I would uh, tone down the power settings somewhat. I use suspend instead of hibernate and that kind of thing. And if you have some problems, give me a jingle. I can connect up to you remotely, Mac, Linux, or Windows. We'll take a peek and get that fixed. But the slowdown as you're working has me more concerned. I think you are saving files on your desktop, which is robbing that computer from precious random access memory instead of using hard drive storage to store your files. That would be my guess. Um, thank you so much for the call, and have a good weekend. 651-989-9226. That is the phone number and text number. I'll tell you what, let's, before we take a break, and we go back to the phones too, but the uh, texter call, uh, sent this in, Doug. What is DuckDuckGo, and should that be installed just for the heck of it? Came from Tim in St. Paul. Uh, DuckDuckGo is a search engine that focuses on privacy and security above all. It's huge in Europe, the UK, Germany, and around the world. And yes, I think DuckDuckGo search engine 
should be added to each and every browser. Sometimes you might not get an answer that's clear in Google. I go right straight to DuckDuckGo next. Um, I also like um, a little-known search engine called Quant, uh, Q-W-A-N-T, great search engine. And But DuckDuckGo is, um, is making a lot of headway these days. It's um, on the grow, absolutely. Add it to every web browser, get to know it, set your privacy settings. I think you'll be very, very pleased with it. Great text. Thank you so much. All right, very good. Tell you what, we have callers in the line, so I urge you to stay there. And uh, textures, we're going to get more uh, your way, too. 651-989-9226. That's the same number for the text and the phone calls for uh, Doug Swinart. During Tech Talk, coming around every Saturday in the 11 o'clock hour to help you out. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Denny Law here with our friend Doug Swinhart, who's helping you out by phone and by text. If you have any kind of a computer question uh, for Doug, by all means, send it to us. As I said, either by phone or by text. Same number, 651-989-9226. We have callers and we have texters. Let's uh, grab a couple of calls first before we get some text messages. Uh, Brent is calling in uh, Roseville, I believe. Brent, you're on with Doug. Hi, Doug. Um, I get just tons of these pop-up ads on my computer every time I go down to use it, and I'm sitting clicking to, you know, eliminate those, I don't know, for minutes and minutes. What can I use to eliminate those those ads coming in, those pop-up ads? Fantastic call, and thank you for that. First of all, I want you to jump on a web browser, preferably Google Chrome or Chromium or Brave. Go to Google.com, and in the search box, Type in ADW Cleaner, no spaces, A Apple, D Dog, W Winter, and the word cleaner, C L E A N E R. Hit your space bar once, hit the plus sign, hit the space bar again, and type in Major Geeks, M A J O R G double E K S, just like it sounds. Press enter. This will deliver you the first one or first or second listing that Google gives you will be a direct download to get ADW Cleaner, which is a free product produced by Malwarebytes. Download it. It's a portable program. Doesn't require installation. Just run it. And follow the goal, follow the, the, the instructions. It'll probably find a bunch of stuff and have you reboot when you're done and you're good to go. After that, I would highly recommend that you download and install and get to know the Brave Browser. The Brave Browser has a pop-up blocker built into its core, and websites and pop-up software cannot detect that blocker. Some of these guys have gotten sophisticated that when we add a a pop-up blocker as an extension to a browser, they will actually punish us and slow down our Internet access. All these things are happening in milliseconds. And this is another reason why I just love that Brave browser. Pop-ups will quickly become a thing of the past. And if you have any problems, feel free to give me a call, and I'll walk you through this. And have a good weekend. Thank you again for the call. And here's Doug's number just uh, before. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll mention this a couple of other times. 651-552-9543. 651-552-9543. Forty-three. Doug is kind enough to give us that uh, that number. But call us here at CCO or text us. 
Uh, I'm going to grab a text in just a moment, but Lori, I believe, is calling in from Brooklyn Park with a question. Lori, what is your question? So I have a question about um, Internet speed. I recently upgraded my Internet speed to be supposedly 600, whatever, MBPS per second. Um, On my work, I'm working from home. On my work computer, I pretty reliably get between 60 and 80 when I do the speed test. But on my home computer, I get maybe four. And I can do that um, being connected wirelessly in the same room in the same spot. So what can I do on my home computer or what should I look at to figure out why it's so much slower? Yeah, bandwidth is uh, is an interesting, interesting part of my work. The amount that you purchase from your internet provider is critical. And if you have, and I think what you're what you explained to me is you have six megabits per second. That's actually quite low. If you got sixty, that's a lot better. Um, and something else that people should realize is. Say, for example, I have a 250 megabit per second uh, Xfinity feed, and it's not uncommon that in real world, I am running at about 70 to 80% of that 250 almost consistent. That The internet is comprised of so many pieces of equipment, and it does not do the internet provider one bit of good to throttle bandwidth. They used to do that many years ago, but... Today, it's much better for them the faster you are in and out of their system. So it's uh, throttling, I I think, is a thing of the past. One thing that you might want to try is there's a website that I just love, have used for decades, and it's called speedguide.net, S-P-E-E-D-G-U-I-D-E dot N-E-T. There you will find... um, Uh, Speed testing, of course, at different locations, not just in the country, but around the world. In addition to that, there is a section called TCP IP Analyzer. It will analyze how your computer is set up. And it also has a small little program that will completely reconfigure your computer with backups. And that will accelerate your Internet as well. It will make all of the settings in your computer a little bit more focused on your internet speed. Next thing, if you are running wireless, wireless can do a lot of things to hinder your throughput. And there's a bunch of settings in the Wi-Fi as well. And you are going to find an enormous amount of information at uh, speedguide.net. Love that site. Just absolutely tremendous site. And check that out. And if if you continue to have some difficulty, give me a call. And we'll see if we can't walk through some procedures and get you squared away. Thank you for the call. Have a good weekend. Very good. I want to grab it. We have so many text messages as well. But, you know, Mary has been waiting there in St. Cloud to ask you a question. So let's uh, take Mary's uh, question. Hi, Mary. You're on with Doug. Hey, Doug. I have a couple questions for you. I had to replace a cell phone. And I was trying to put everything on my computer. And I bought any trans, but it would not take my text messages. I'm wondering if you've got anything else you can think of. Your text messages are actually saved in the cloud at your provider. When you fire up your new phone, 
they should be there. You should not be losing text messages unless you change your account. Check with your provider to make sure that's the case. But I've been with AT&T for years, and uh, you don't lose text messages by switching phones. I never have. Uh, I think you're good to go. When you're taking information off your phone, which I do immediately, if I take a picture on my phone, it automatically goes right straight up to Google Photos. So there's a copy on my phone and a copy on, on my Google Photos in immediately. And all my email is set up web-based, so that's not saved on the phone. And really, I don't put save too much things on the phone. And I hope that helps. And did you have another question? Um, no, the other, well, the only other thing I had is I had a Windows update last night and they upgraded my browser to Edge. Is that oh, something I should do that now? Oh, the Edge Chromium browser. Yep. Yeah, that's a, a, that, that's a first. This is the first I've heard that they're pushing it out. Up until, up until like even yesterday, I updated a computer and it did not grab Edge. I, and the customer wants. Ad requested, I put it on, so I downloaded it and installed it. Um, but that's new. They must be they must be very confident that they're done beta testing and it's time to roll it out. And I think Microsoft has a tendency at times to roll things out a little bit early. And I wish they wouldn't just think of us all as beta testers because we're not. We're real people with real lives, and we've got some real issues. But that's another topic. Yeah, I I think you'll be okay with that. I normally don't use that much. I'm a, I'm a Mozilla, Firefox, Google Chrome, Chromium, and, uh, of course, Brave is my, is my go-to browser. Uh, so Edge on my Windows box usually is pretty minimal, unless I'm doing something with Microsoft. If I'm going to the Microsoft site, I pull Microsoft Edge open and let the good times roll. And thank you so much for the call, and have a nice weekend. Very good. I want to grab, I know we have to break here in a minute or two, but I want to grab a text or two. Uh, here's one, uh, Doug. It says, we have Spectrum router and iPhone 7s and iPads. Verizon is the carrier. We only get two bars on those devices. Do you think it's the router or the carrier? I have a feeling that they're set up with a hotspot. And these I would check to see if Verizon would be willing to replace the hotspot device. If you're within, I would think, probably 20, 30 feet of that device, you should be getting full bars. Now, that said, wireless technology is absolutely nowhere near to be considered a perfect science. But I have a feeling that it's that device. If you're close to that device, your signal should just be just every bar, every meter alone. If you're not losing connectivity, probably not that big an issue, but I am kind of like you. I like to I like to see it. It gives me a higher level of confidence. And I hope that helps. I, I think it's uh I think it's a hotspot device. And thank you for the text. I want to alert our listeners uh, on the phone to stay there. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. Uh, on the other side with more text and more uh, phone calls. Uh, let's do a real quick text here, Doug. Uh, here's one. It says, uh, do we need a new laptop computer? Do you think this is old? TurboTax could not update. Windows 10 maxed out, and our Xfinity email is very slow and freezes constantly. Thank you. Love the show. 
Oh, that was a nice text. Well, yeah, I've heard this. Intuit Corporation is um, kind of, I think, making a wrong decision. Microsoft, I'm certain, though I have no proof of this, but it would seem so. Microsoft is encouraging these programs, these software developers, especially the big ones, Intuit, TurboTax, to push Windows 10 and to no longer allow even installation in 7, which, by the way, some hardware companies are doing that as well. I think it's a mistake. Less than five years ago, Intuit was actually talking about making TurboTax web-based. It wouldn't matter what operating system you had because everything would be done in a browser. I personally think that would have been the only path to follow, but I don't run the company, and I know I've gotten many calls on this where people really don't want to update to Windows 10, but, well, I'd like to keep my TurboTax. And I think that um, it's time for the market to adjust, and it's not going to take very long for some savvy programmer developer to say, hey, there's a need there. I'm going to develop this, be similar, easy to run, user-friendly, and completely 100% web-based. I believe web-based software and products is, without question, the wave of the future. And I think that um, if Intuit has stopped the development, which they might not have, might be happening in the background, but I, I just think that to force people to upgrade somebody else's product is not that good a business. But that's my opinion. I, I know I feel your pain. I've dealt with this probably five or six times just this week. And thank you so much. The wow. All right. Hang on, Doug. We're going to take a quick break here. We have uh, callers. Regina will be next on the phone. And textures we have uh, to answer your questions as yet as well. This is Tech Talk around every Saturday here in the 11 o'clock hour on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to Tech Talk here on 830 WCCO. Denny Long here with Doug Swinhart, the guy that helps us out every single week and has been doing so for many years here on CCO. Uh, I tell you what, Doug, we have, we have, and not unusual, so many text questions and uh, callers as well. Uh, we promised Regine in Anoka that Regine would be next. Thank you for waiting. And uh, what is your question for Doug, Regine? Well, I hope it's a simple one. I okay. Am, okay. Uh, I'm a senior citizen, have an old computer. It's got to be 20 or more. It's getting very, very slow, and a lot of things don't work on it anymore. I need something to replace it, but I don't need a big deal. I need something simple, less expensive maybe. I don't know where to go, and I don't know what to get. If I had my hands on that machine, I would actually test several different distributions of Linux. You might not have to get rid of that computer. In the event that it really is not worth putting money into, and if you couldn't, I would tell you, I don't want to be billing people for something they're not happy with. Probably your best inexpensive approach would be a Chromebook. If you want something portable, this is the way to go. Now, they used to make Chrome boxes, and that would be like a full screen. If you did want something larger, you, you could also get Chrome on a stick and plug it into your television and get a wireless mouse and keyboard, and off you go. But that's going to be a little bit more 
difficult to configure if you're not used to working with streaming. But a Chromebook, if what you're looking for is Internet access, email, and keep people have the idea that that's all there is in a Chromebook, and that's not the case. Full documents, you can open, edit, save any Microsoft Office file. You can create docs, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, all built into Google Apps. Today it's called Google Suite. And save files up there, but a good Google Chrome computer you should be able to pick up for less than $200 and sometimes even less than that. I've seen refurbs, depending upon screen size, at Micro Center as low as $70. So you don't have to spend big money to have nice equipment. Now, in computers today, I would remind you, you, we really do get what we pay for, and we pay for what we get. And that doesn't mean that the most expensive is always the best. That's not the case. But if you get too cheap, you will pay. If you require a full-blown computer, I highly, highly recommend doing some research and possibly putting together a Linux computer. It really is very intuitive, easy to make the transition. And I hope that helps. And thank you so much for the call. All right. I'll tell you what, I'm going to save uh, to open up the show next week these text messages that we may not get to. Uh, because Bill in St. Croix, I think, has been uh, waiting on the phone to ask you a question. Bill, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah I'm a senior citizen, too. I'm 84 and get 100 emails a day and 100 some head of cattle. But I've, I got an HP color printer and uh, 1600, and I got a message from somebody, and I couldn't print it out. And then a couple of days later, I got a, another message I was going to print, and I turned it on and it started printing and printing and I took the paper out and started, did a lot of things but I knew uh, who to call. Any comment on that, Doug? Yeah, you um, you are having an issue, I believe, with your printer subsystem. When we send print, it goes to a file and it's actually coordinated within the operating system and that particular file needs to be just completely cleansed and it's not uncommon from time to time if you're pulling in information from the internet little bits and pieces and particles of dirt i hate to use that term but that's what we call it the little bits of files come flowing into your particular computer and there's not it's not a virus it's not malware it's just little pieces of remnants that travel in with it and that can throw off your print as well and from time to time, you are going to want to shut that printer off completely and reboot your computer. If you have the same issue with the same message, try to download that message and save it to your hard drive prior to printing. Sometimes printing online will create issues that people aren't used to seeing either. And these condition is it's getting better. But if you have a problem with your HP, feel free to give me a call and I'd be more than happy to help you with that. And thank you so much for the call. By the way, Danny, I I think we're all seniors today, don't you? <laughs> yes, there's no <laughs> doubt about it on my end, I'll tell you, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we have just a couple of minutes uh, to go here, and uh, I want to grab a couple uh-huh. of text messages. And again, uh, I'm going to print these out, and we'll start the show next week for those that we uh, missed helping out this week. What do you say to that? Sound good? Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. 
And this person says, hi guys, dumb question, not true. I don't like my Windows 10. I've thought about replacing it with a Chromebook to avoid all the update issues. But first, which one would I use Linux with? I use only email, Word, photos, and surf the web. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's uh, this is a prime candidate. Uh, it, I hear this quite a bit, actually. And what I would want to do with this individual is take that computer and install classic or open shells Give them back a menu system. They still have Windows 10, but the dock, the desktop, the the menu system looks like Windows 7. I can even make it look like XP with just a couple of keystrokes. Then install Linux with a dual boot and let them practice with it. And there is a difference between Linux and Chromebook. That The software that's available for, for Linux is unbelievable. Hundreds of thousands of, of open source software that you can download. A Chromebook, you are pretty much contained within the Google realm, but even that, you've got everything that you need. But those are three separate technologies that people should be aware of, and I hope that helps. And if I can help, give me a holler. Well, why don't we leave uh, on that note then, Doug? I'm going to give folks uh, your information, and again, we'll uh, we'll uh, join forces again next week in the 11 o'clock hour. But here, Doug is kind enough to give uh, you his phone number and a website. Here it is, 651-552-9543. Again, 651-552-9543. His name is Doug Swinhart. And you can also get on the web at WCCO Tech. One word, WCCOTech.com. Always a pleasure, my friend. Doug, let's talk again uh, next Saturday. What do you say? Absolutely. Denny, you have a good week, and we'll, uh, we'll touch base, and we'll rock and roll again next Saturday. You have a deal. Thanks so much, Doug Swinhart. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.